Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity. Want to be a part of it? Well, find out how you can help by donating, by sponsoring, or even joining us. Just visit nhradio.org.uk. Oh, the language on it. Keris Matthews uh, and Tom Jones. Maybe it's cold outside. Uh, talking about cold outside, Cold Front is a comedy by Alan Robinson uh, that's being performed at the Round Hill School uh, Wednesday the 17th to Saturday the 20th of November. It's all going off that week in, in drama land. And very pleased to welcome to the show somebody who knows a lot about this uh, production because uh, he's the director, uh, Gary Frost. Good morning, Gary. Morning, Kev. How are you? How are you this yes, morning? Doing well, yes, doing very well. Marvellous stuff. Yes, uh, I mean, not that... too bad for a Sunday, yes. For a Sunday, yeah. I mean, that song's called Baby, It's Cold Outside. Mm. What is the weather like outside? Because I can't see a thing in this studio. Um, given recent developments, it's actually, the sky's quite blue, to be honest. I don't know about the temperature, it still looks a bit cold, but yes, it's, it's not too bad. Autumnal. It's not raining anyway. Good, good, good. It's autumnal. So, now then, um, let's let's talk about the play and talk about uh, the Beeston players. So, how has lockdown been yep. for the Beeston players over the last eighteen months? Um, it's been a bit bit tough. Uh, I mean, when when the um, lockdown happened, I think we all thought, oh, it'll be over in a in a short while. So, um, thanks to the uh, wonders of modern technology and Zoom. Um, we switched our weekly meetings from meeting in person to going virtual online. So um, it went quite well. I think the first few weeks, it was just mainly making sure everybody was all right, making sure everybody had got anything, if anybody needed anything, we, we'd rally around. Um, and then as more lockdown went on, we sort of thought, well, we're a drama group. Of course, that group's welfare um is most important but you know let's go back to reading plays so um i think we coped quite well we certainly keep the group going and um that was sort of the, the main thing make it so we can give, come out the other end and of course you put out a radio play as well uh the beast and players did it in that interim period didn't you yes 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 because we couldn't perform in person it's sort of like we've got the um the itch to get something something out there and it seemed you know a good idea to try our hand at something slightly different and put a radio play out there that seemed to have gone down quite well. Um, also made sure we could keep our sort of hand in acting-wise. Yeah, and the play, I must say, the radio play was absolutely brilliant. I listened to it sort of at the latter end of uh, uh, the, the period. But uh, even so, I, I, I love radio plays. It just uh, fires your imagination. Um, it does. Talking about fire and cold and hot and a very sort of weirdo link into it, they're not. there's not that many plays that are set in the snow that aren't Christmas mm-hmm. plays. But, but this one is Cold Front, uh, and it's a comedy as well. So tell us what the play's all about. Okay, so it, it, it's mostly a comedy. Um, a few farcical bits, but mostly a comedy. Uh, we thought, coming out of lockdown, what people need is a comedy. So we we found this one. It's about uh, husband Mike, who um, takes his wife Karen away for a birthday surprise. Uh, he thinks he's going to a remote cottage in the Scottish Highlands. Um, and when they get there, they find out it's nothing more than a rusty tin shack. Um, 
and the surprise gets even worse when Mike's invited friends that um, Karen can't stand. Um, and then just to put the tin lid on it, the, the, the weather comes in and the experience of blizzard, so they're all snowed in together. Marvellous stuff. Now that it, it, you're directing it, of course, is this the first play you've yes. directed? Yes, yes my directorial debut. Yeah. How are you finding it then? Because, I mean, we, we've seen you on stage, we've seen you acting on there. Is it easier or harder to uh, to direct a play once you've sort of done quite a bit of acting, same as you've done? Uh, it's a completely different ball game, completely different. It's, it's, it's a lot. Um, obviously, being an actor, learning your lines is, is hard enough. Um, but with a director, you don't have that... Um, struggle. You've just got everything else. You've got to think about the set and the, the staging and where the actors' movements are, how you want to interpret the lines, um, props, everything. It's it's a completely different level. <laughs> you see, I I think, and I've spoken I've spoken to a lot of directors uh, over the years, and I think that the the job of the director is probably the most difficult job because basically you have everything to deal with right for I mean from sort of months before the show is on mm-hmm. it's finding out all about the play finding out about the directions and who you want on the play uh, and everything else it's it's not an easy job is it no 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 um, you've just got to be uh, well organized i think's the, the the best thing to do um, and also you know try try and keep a, a cool head and you know sort of the actors are looking for your um, directions so you know you, you you've got to be open to changes but um obviously you're the director so the book stops with you and if if you say do it that way they've got to do it that way now i know your wife sue the gorgeous sue uh is in in the play as well does she take direction well from her husband uh, she does for this particular um, period of time yes because <laughs> i uh, i am the director so it's i'm in a a, a nice brief window of time where she has to do what i say um but, but um, uh, as soon as the play's over, I'm sure she'll be saying you're no longer the director and, um, and that enjoyment. <laughs> and then Sue goes back to being boss uh, in, in the house. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bless. Yeah, normal service, yeah. Normal service has resumed after the play is done. <laughs> uh, so. Now, the play is about a birthday present that didn't go down too well. That's all I'm going to say there. Uh, what's been your worst birthday present that you've received? Oh, oh, well, that's a tough one. Um, I don't think I've ever received a bad birthday present. I'm just happy to get all presents. I mean, I'm I'm quite easy to please, to be honest. If it's if it's got something Star Wars related, then I'm I'm very happy. So no, I don't don't think I've ever had a a really tough um, Christmas present. I think once we went away and we got the hotel to bake cake uh, and paid them to bake the cake and the, the cake filling was absolutely foul. I don't think we finished it, so that was a disappointment. But uh, no, never, had a, never had a bad present. You see, it looks like in your family, you're very all, all very easy to please because you with your Star Wars, I know anything to do with Michael Ball uh, for, for soon. Oh, yeah, we're so- Resorted, yes. yes, oh, yes. Definitely. I think I think I've I think I've exhausted everything Michael Ball related now. I don't think <laughs> we've got pillow covers, we've got cardboard cutouts. I don't I don't think there's any merchandise left um, that I can get to anymore. Fancy <laughs> having to live up to Michael Ball though, which I'm sure you do extremely well. Um, but now yeah. then tell us about the three couples in the play, because you mentioned that uh, couples are invited to share 
yeah. uh, th- this birthday mm-hmm. with with Karen. What are the other couples like? Well, there's Mike and Karen who are the main couple, and it's Karen's Karen's birthday. Um, so Mike has invited um, what he thinks is um, Karen's best friend uh, and her husband. Um, only mainly because um, she's known her the longest, but um, Karen doesn't particularly like uh, Miriam and her husband Malcolm, uh, mainly because I think when it was her uh, 12th birthday, she just got invited and she's just hung around her ever since. So they're certainly, although they're oldest friends, they're not really friends. Um, and her husband Malcolm, um, Karen thinks is the most dullest, boring person on earth. So um, there's no love lost between them. Um, and the other couple um, invited is James uh, and his girlfriend, Christina. Um, unfortunately, James is actually Mike's best friend, not not Karen's best friend. So, um, And his new girlfriend, Christina, who's played by Sue, um, obviously not really wanted by Karen yes so um, Karen's quite upset and uh, doesn't hold back in showing it about these so-called friends joining in her birthday party you know I can I can imagine Sue having a whale of a time in in, in this production with her with the character uh, she must yeah. be enjoying it same as you're enjoying it yes yes I, I love it it's, it's sort of it, it's different when when you sort of read a play when you're thinking about acting you sort of like think well what we are quite like that part and that sort of thing but when you're directing you know you have to take overview of all the parts and how they're all going to interact and how you um, envisage seeing your mind's eye how it's all going to fit together and movement on the stage and that sort of thing so yes it's, it's completely different yeah. can i ask is there going to be any snow on stage without giving too much yeah. away I wouldn't give much away, but yes, um, with them being stranded in a tin shack in a blizzard, yes, there there will be snow. Marvellous stuff. Um, it, it sounds like a great comedy. Again, it's uh, it's not one that I've heard of before, Coldfront. Um, so it's going to be something brand new to me. It's written by Alan Robinson, um, who, again, is a name that I don't know. So um, th- this sort of period yeah, no, of... So, so he, he was actually um, originally, originally written, and he was a member of Beaufort Players or in Ealing. So oh. they wrote that play uh, and then put it up ready to be, um, you know, Sort of the thing. So yes, it, we came across it by a website because during lockdown we couldn't distribute library books because libraries were shut, mm. and, shut and we couldn't meet. So we just looked for online for scripts, and then we came across it that way. You know what? What I'm loving at the moment about local theatre is that um, they're taking place which maybe aren't as popular um, or, or maybe aren't as well known, shall we say, and putting them on stage. And it's great for someone like me to, to go and experience new material, new plays uh, and everything like that. And it's a very brave thing for, I think, anyway, for a local theatre group to do because you'd think after lockdown they're going to want something that people's going to know that's going to get bums on seats um, and, and to get the revenue rolling again. Um, but how much yeah. of a risk has it been to, to do a play that maybe isn't quite so well known? Well, coming out of lockdown, obviously everybody's still a bit sort of unsure of how things will happen, you know, whether people have been starved of local theatres, if they'll come back um, 
necessarily to you know to seed live, live theater or are people still a bit sort of cautious and not sure they want to you know sit in a theater so i think this one was it's very much a sort of exploratory one of sort of see how um the community react so i've it sort of yes it is a risk doing doing something that's not known but i think it, it's sort of almost like a, a exploratory sort of let's let's see how the community and the audience react and you know if if they want to see theatre they'll come if they're still a bit cautious you know it, it's it's you know no harm no foul we'll, we'll see how it goes certainly the ticket sales have been quite encouraging which is um, which is good that that is good yeah and i know that beeston players have a very wide fan base anyway so um you know you, you can sort of guarantee that the people who've been to the uh, plays before they're going to come back and see it and then i think once word of mouth spreads um i, I think other people are going to um, see because from what i've read it's a very funny script um it's it's a great cast as well i've seen the cast um and they're, they're just going to deliver that comedy so well um i think and with it sort of being about snow and coldness and everything it's a nice lead up to christmas without it being a christmassy play Exactly. Yes, it, 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 it makes well, it doesn't make much sense doing this in sort of like May time or whatever. But um, yes, yeah, it sort of gets gets you. In. And we we thought you know audience would want a comedy after, after lockdown. They want you know sort of an escape and a good laugh after what we've all gone through. Um, and it just sort of seemed to fit the, the November theme. So yes. It, it, it all seemed to fit nicely. Brilliant stuff. Now then, the parking uh, around there is absolutely wonderful. There's plenty of car parking for people oh, to, yes. to drive down there. Yes. It's also just a couple of minutes from the Beeston uh, interchange with a bus and a tram, so oh. no excuse yes. for people not to come down and see it um, on there as well. Tickets are £8. Uh, how can people get hold of tickets, Gary? Well, they can go and book them online uh, on beestonplays.org. Uh, if they book them online... They do get um, the reserve, reserved seating, which means they, you know, they'll get get the best seats. Um, they can also ring um, on um, another number, which is 077 Um They can book their tickets there, and again, they'll get um, reserved seating. Or, of course, you can come and pay on the door. Um, which is not a problem. We, we've actually also, moving with the times, we've now got um, contactless payment, so you can pay by card as well as cash. No excuse for nobody to go down there and, and buy a ticket mm-hmm. because uh, they, you know, there's just nothing standing in people's way nowadays. Um, so, Gary, it's been lovely to speak to you again. It's, it's been about two years since I last saw you. Um, it has been, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I, I am looking forward uh, to coming down and see. I think I'm there on the Thursday night. I'm coming down on the Thursday night and I can't wait to see everybody uh, again. And not only that, they, I mean, this is, the, this is the game changer for me. You get free coffee and tea in the interval. Who else offers free coffee and tea in the interval? So there you go. This is there's no negatives about this at all. So Gary, it's been a pleasure speaking to you this morning. I shall see you down there on the Thursday the 18th. Uh give my love to Sue uh and and I am looking forward to seeing every, everything uh, on on the 18th about cold front. So, we're looking forward to being back. Yeah. Oh, it, it must be great as well to be back on stage after being away for so long. So, have a lovely Sunday. Thank you for taking your time out to tell us all about Coldfront. Thank you, Kev. Cheers, buddy. See you soon. Bye bye. Creating and rekindling memories. NHR.